0: Hello and welcome to the In Her Power podcast. I'm your host, Beck Stewart. This is the podcast for the people ready to step into their own power and unlock their true potential. We chat personal development, life, career, wellness, and pretty much everything else in between. If you're looking for the pod that empowers you to take big, bold, beautiful action, you're in the right place. I am so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to another episode of the In Her Power podcast. Guys, before we get stuck into a weekly recap, what did you think of our brand new series, episode one of the Her Next Level series? I actually want to feature some of your reviews of this series. So if you have listened to it, Message either myself, Beck Stewart underscore underscore on Instagram or in her PowerPod Instagram. I want to know what you think and I want to feature you on a like a review post, I suppose. And if you haven't listened to it, get back an episode and have a listen to the first episode of this series. It's something I'm so incredibly proud of. It's something that I know so many of you guys have wanted. The feedback already is literally insane. Um, And I know that this series over the next couple of weeks is going to be so freaking great for you. You're going to take so much from it. You're going to learn so much. You're going to be so expanded and so inspired. And I'm just, oh, I'm so excited to enter our next level together as a community. Um, It's just the best feeling. Anyway, hi. How are you? Welcome to our regular Monday episode. I am very excited to start this week because I feel so clear. I feel so on purpose. I feel so aligned. I feel so organized. Last week was then fantastic. I got all my work done. I finalized my branding for the upcoming project. I launched a new series on the podcast. Oh my God, there's just so much happening, BTS. And I'm just feeling really freaking good. And the reason I feel this good is because I started last week saying to myself, I refuse to have a shit week this week. I am going to be on track. I'm going to be so organized and productive and efficient. And every single thing that I do this week is going to be so aligned. Every action that I do is aligned to where I'm going and where I want to be by Friday. So in today's episode, I want to talk about productivity, organization, and procrastination because I feel like this is arguably one of the most important concepts, specifically if you are someone who is trying to get into the world of entrepreneurship, if you're trying to you know, start a business, if you're a uni student, even if you're like a corporate worker and you struggle with these things, this is going to be a fantastic episode for you. And I really believe that one of the main contributors to me doing what I do now, i.e., running a successful business, coming out with projects, um, meeting deadlines, running three brands, you know, having the personal brand, having the podcast, having the habit tracker account, like me being able to do that has all come down to a few things that all kind of fall under the organization productivity and procrastination management umbrella. And I want to talk about it because it's taken me a long time to master. And I'm going to go as far as saying I've mastered these concepts. I, I don't know whether you guys know, but I, I think it was three years ago, I was working full time while studying full time and also running my personal brand and the habit tracker on the side. Don't ask me how I did it because upon reflection, it's a bit of a hazy time in my life. <laughs> I don't really remember it. I was just scraping by. But hey. I did it, I passed my university, I graduated, I got a promotion at work around that time as well, Um, and I I truly believe it's all come down to the fact that I have managed my time well. I know I can manage my time well, I have developed those skills, I have put in procrastination management techniques and methods, and it's something that I actually talk about in the Mindful Method course, Um, and I delve a little bit deeper into those things, but I want to tell you guys all about them in this episode as well, because I know so many of you guys will take something from it, so let's get stuck into today episode. I think the first thing that I want to touch on before we even start on organization and productivity is procrastination. I feel like this thing needs to be tackled before we move on to anything else. If you can't manage your procrastination, everything else kind of becomes redundant. Who cares about organization if you can't even get rid of the roadblock at the beginning? Or who cares about productivity if you keep circling back to look at your phone every 15 minutes? So I want to give you guys some really handy tips that I still implement today, to this day, I'm not even joking, that I have been using and implementing for years. I'm talking like years and years and years all through university as a corporate employee. And now as someone who works on their own from home, I still do these things day in and day out. So I think a lot of us can relate to what I'm about to say, but how freaking distracting are our mobile devices? (laughs) I'm sorry, but I ebb and flow through this. I go through periods and I don't know what it is. It's normally around the time where I'm like super anxious or I've just got so much on my plate that I don't know where to start. So it's like this paralysis where I'm just like, I don't know where to start. So I'll just do something counterproductive or something that will distract me from the fact that I'm super overwhelmed. And a lot of the time that's picking up my phone and scrolling. It's such a freaking horrible habit. And I know that it's probably something that so many of us can relate to. So I want to quickly touch on this. It's probably something you guys are likely implementing anyway, but put your freaking phone down. If you need to do what I currently need to do at the moment, and that's put your phone in a separate drawer so you don't see it or a separate room, that's the extent that I've gone to now, then that's what you need to do. We are very lucky, specifically, and I'm talking from an iPhone user standpoint because I haven't got a Samsung, I have got an iPhone. We have the ability to set focus settings or set focus zones. So it's essentially like a do not disturb feature. You click it on, but you're actually able to tailor the do not disturb feature to a specific focus zone. So for example, I have a quote-unquote work or productivity zone where I click it on and it blocks everything and everyone except for my family so they can call me or text me for emergency purposes (laughs) but I also only allow emails to come through so all my social media stuff all my group chats Facebook messenger everything is blocked for the time that I have that focus zone put on I have a uh, meditation mindfulness zone as well where absolutely everything is blocked. That's for short periods of time where I'm either journaling or meditating and I just need 110% pure silence. I've got the sleep zone. So when that when that turns on and I actually have that turning on automatically at 745 every single night and it actually blocks all social media and dims the blue light on my phone. So it turns it into night shift or night zone or whatever it's called. And it's, like harsh, it's less harsh on the eyes. So we're really lucky in that sense because we have devices that actually allow us to set these boundaries and to set these settings so we are able to operate optimally. So my biggest piece of advice with procrastination is to get right down to the core and identify what it is that distracts you. For me personally, and I know so many of you guys will relate to this, is the phone. So work with your technology instead of against it so that you don't come off second best. The social media and the phone comes off second best, okay? Set your do not disturb setting and get rid of the phone. I know a lot of people who set an alarm on their phone for one hour and they do a power hour of work. I'm going to go one step further and say, do not set an alarm on your phone. Use an actual timer. You guys know that the Habit Tracker actually sells productivity timers, and this within itself has been such a game changer for me. I don't care what anyone says. If I'm setting an alarm on my phone, I'm still not mitigating that risk of needing to pick up that phone in some way, shape, or form. I have found in the past that even when I try and set an alarm on my phone for an hour of work, I somehow still get distracted. A message will come through or a call will come through or an email will come through or, you know, breaking news will come through or something. I don't want to see that. Put the phone on do not disturb. Get it out of the room. Put it on charge in your bedroom or put it in your study drawer, something, your desk drawer, whatever you got to do. Use a timer. If you want to set time, use a timer on either the internet, like go into a website. There's heaps of free websites that will allow you to just set a time or get a productivity timer. Now that leads me on to my second tip and that is to chunk your time and to batch your tasks. So what do you mean by that? Let me explain. I love this method and it's a method that's, again, proven by how the brain works. So again, we are working with our brain instead of against it. You guys know I'm very, very logical. I want to know exactly why I'm doing this and I want it to work and I want there to be a tangible reason why I'm doing it. When we chunk our time and attach that chunk of time to a set of tasks or a batch of tasks, we are enabling A, realistic work times, but also B, similar tasks To be batched together in one flow of work. So, let me explain that. What I like to do in the morning, I'll give you guys an example, is I will set my productivity timer for 15 minutes. And within that 15 minute block, I will write down everything I need to do that day. So, I'll write my to do list, I will reflect on my calendar, what's coming up, what do I need to schedule in, who have I got to contact today, what's my creative tasks, what are my admin tasks. Then, once that 15 minutes is up, I'll go make myself a coffee. Then I will get stuck into my first hour of work for the day and that will always be a creative hour. So I have... Chunked my time, which is one hour, and I have batched creative tasks to do within that one hour. Now, I know my brain operates best creatively in the morning. So, again, I'm working with my brain here instead of against it. So, I'm dedicating the one hour to my creative tasks and I will work until that timer goes off. I will not stop working unless I need to pee or I'm thirsty or whatever, but I will not stop working until that one hour is up. When that one hour is up, I will get up, have a stretch, do a load of washing or get a snack or, you know, fill up my water bottle, make another coffee, whatever I want to do. And I would get stuck back into another hour of work in a different form of tasks. So a lot of the time this is admin tasks for me. Because I know my brain can now switch over to a different form of thinking. We're now thinking logically here. We're doing admin stuff. We are sending invoices. We are scheduling deadlines. We are organizing meetings. We are responding to emails. We are paying bills. We are doing whatever we need to do within that time slot that is within the same flow of logical thinking. Again, we don't stop until that one hour is up. And then once it is, once my productivity timer alarm sounds, we'll get up and we have some lunch. We'll have about an hour's break and then we'll come back and we will do the same process again in a different form of thinking. Now, before you know it, you've got to the end of the day, you have no decision fatigue okay, because you've done everything within those specific chunks of time and have batched them according to how your brain works best. You may be the opposite. You may want to get all your shitty, boring, mundane admin tasks done first thing in the morning. It actually does come down to identifying, okay, how do I work best? How does my brain operate first thing in the morning? Or how does it operate in the afternoon? And plan out your day accordingly. My next tip is to utilize your freaking calendars, guys. We have too much as a society, as consumers of pretty much everything, social media, TV, digital media of any kind. We are consuming so much shit. Our brains are bombarded all the time with work, with content, with conversation, music. While it's a fantastic concept to want to rely on your brain to remember all the shit we've got going on, the appointments, the meetings, the deadlines, the assignment due date, whatever it is, as much as I love to rely on my own brain, I unfortunately, that's not realistic for me. (laughs) So what I like to do now, this is going to be counterproductive for some of you, but I actually double dip in terms of my calendars. So what I do every month is I utilize my monthly paper planner and I don't know where I got it from it's just like a like paper planner and I write down what I've got coming up throughout that week because I like lists I love handwriting things I like highlighting things I like seeing it on my desk but then I will also go that step further and input it into Google calendars set any alerts that need to be put in so that I'm reminded the day before or the day of or the week prior whatever it is I will write it down first in the monthly planner and then Put it over to the digital planner so that I get notified to my phone when things are coming up, and I will put everything in there right down to what needs to be uploaded on social media, any you know dinner dates that Zach and I have set in, any upcoming friends stuff, going to the movies on this date. I will always put it on paper and then put it into Google Calendar so that I am notified of what's coming up. This is how I operate. This is what works best for me. And it just oh, it's just this like extra level of peace of mind knowing that things are locked in. I'm not going to forget about this because I'm going to be alerted as to when this is coming up. There's no way it can escape my mind. And that makes me feel super organized and super on top of the month ahead or the week ahead. And the last thing I want to touch on is Notion. Now, I know not everyone uses Notion, but essentially Notion is a project management, uh, note-taking, brain-dumping software. It's also an app, but it's also a website. And I shit you not, Notion is my second brain, okay? In fact, I'm just going to go a step further and say it is the same brain, but just a little bit more structured. (laughs) So I have everything in Notion from all my project concepts, podcast stuff, content calendars, agendas, meeting agendas, um, presentations. The girls and I have our like shared travel pages in there. So we like our budget and what we want to do and everything that you can think of. I have a Notion page for. Okay. Now I'm not going to go into how you use Notion. I have an entire beginner's uh, Notion course on my website, Nailing Notion. It is fantastic. If you haven't used Notion and you want to become a Notion girly, get into that course as soon as you can because you will love it and you'll be able to apply so much of your learning straight away. I give you everything in there. Anyway, Notion is my ride or die and it's fantastic because I have one central place where everything I think of, everything I do, everything I want to do, all my concepts, all my brainstorming, all my brain dumping, everything is in a central place. Instead of it being, you know, one thing in notes, one thing handwritten in a notebook, one thing on a Word doc, one thing in a Google doc, everything gets dumped into Notion and it's all perfectly organized. It's all regimented. It is all color coded. I wish Notion sponsored me because I promote that brand like it's my own. Because I genuinely think Notion is the best thing since sliced bread. I'm not even joking. If you're an organized girly, you will love it. You can tailor it. You can customize it to your, you know, your aesthetic or your your brand's coloring or whatever. Um, I actually did a Notion like intro. session, I suppose, with the Rise and Conquer team. Um, If you don't know who Rise and Conquer is, it's Georgia Stevenson's podcast. Anyway, I met up with them and I introduced them to some concepts of within Notion and suggested they do like a full dashboard for their team. And it's just, it's just perfect. You don't have to be a business owner or someone in business or work for someone to implement this. It can be. Perfect for families, it can be perfect for you know individuals. I have all my goals in there, so it could be it's everything. Guys, oh get into Notion if you haven't already. And if you have no freaking idea how to use it, get into my nailing notion course. It's like a ridiculously cheap course, like in my opinion, and you get so much value. So that is my last tip is to get even if you don't want to use Notion, find a software. Or find somewhere, maybe it's just a a Google Sheet or a Google Doc, maybe it's just the Google suite where you keep all your shit, you keep your finances in the Google Sheets, you keep all your brain dumps in the Google Doc, whatever it is, find somewhere central where you can go to when you have, you know, a brain download or a creative concept that you want to note down or whatever it is. Keep it central because that way it's one click into the software or into the website and everything you know, everything you need to remember, everything you have is there for you. That is a huge one for me, keeping everything central. God, I love organization. I've, I've, I've always loved organization. If you're in the Mindful Method course, you will know I told this story in there. But back in the day when I was in primary school, I would always run to the stationary aisle in Coles when Mum would take us to grocery shopping. Normal kids goes to the toy aisle. I would go there every once in a while, but like I would always be so gravitated to the stationary aisle. I wanted a new notebook and a diary and a planner and a new pencil case. And I just this obsession and this fascination with like staying organized and being productive has truly come with me as I've grown as an adult. And I can so see it reflecting now that this is where like my obsession with organization was born, like getting new diaries and stuff. And now it's just, it's my personality now. I teach people how to be organized and I have a whole course on it. And the whole Nailing Notion course is its own thing. Anyway, I hope you guys love this episode as much as I love recording and talking about it. Um, Let me know if you implement any of these tips because I'm telling you now, if you do any of these, all of them, bonus points, if you can do all of them, you're going to be the most organized, productive, efficient, on-track gal out there. Anyway, thank you so much. Love you so much. I will see you in our next episode. Thank you for listening to the In Her Power podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, a review on wherever it is you're listening would support me so, so much. And of course, come and connect with us over on socials at In Her Power Pod over on Instagram. Have a beautiful day or night, wherever it is you're listening, and we'll be in your ears next week.